You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. You suck. Yeah, that guy. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Telling me. Dream. Shake. And fight. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I? Slap at that bass, man. Welcome, guys, to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. Well, looky here, Mr. Folgers. What's up, son? It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, happy, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. It's it's Easter Monday for us, yeah. but it's not for you guys. It should all be Yeah. Uh, this week, we have, of course, the Easter favorite, Pineapple Express. Yeah, definitely the Easter favorite. <laughs> Um, yeah, a bit of a different, bit of a different movie. This one, one that I had forgotten about, and I just sort of brushed aside. But it's got really good gags the whole way through, and I was surprised uh, watching this one. Yeah, yeah, we had in between as last week, which we're not going to talk about again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's part of um, every podcast to have to scrap an episode and go again. I think so. We've so. got that monkey off our back. Yeah, my, um, as, but, uh, my cousin Rob's. Oh, our cousin Rob said exactly the yeah. same thing. I was listening to some. He's like, "Man, I feel for the people when they have to do that." I'm like, "Yeah, it's going to be us." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will happen. Um, but that's very dialogue and joke heavy. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we got two in a row that are very <laughs> joke and dialogue heavy. So. Um, wasn't too much. I think the last half of the movie is quite easy. Yeah. Um, a lot of action scenes. And I think we get to the point you get lazy, like there's an action, there's a fight scene between these two yeah. for a while. It's nice to have um, a fight yeah. scene when you're doing podcasting because it just gives, it lot, breaks it up a lot. Yeah. Um, you can but, breathe. Yeah. And this, as we said before, this is an Upper Town movie, which uh, he's like the bane of podcasting for us because <laughs> he just likes to have his movies go minimum one hour 50, which is what, what we have here. Um, but, the issue is like... They're my favorite movies, but they're long. Yeah. Um, they're good. They're, so look, we, they're we have to space them out. Fantastic yeah. to watch, but very difficult to podcast. I know we had um, mm-hmm. Forgetting Sarah Marshall coming up, which is one of my favorite comedy movies, but I just said we need to give this one a bit of time before yeah. we're, we're ready for this one, especially with the re-records. Well, I think <laughs> people are going to be happy that we're doing Shrek. I oh, think yeah. that'll be a fan favorite Shrek's, as well. Yeah, and I think it might lead into some other decent like animated movies, but um, yeah. yeah, Shrek's, a, Shrek's like the ultimate, but I can't wait for that one. But... Yeah. Here we are with Pineapple Express. Um, cool. So we got Pineapple Express came out in 2008. Perfect IMDb rating of 6.9. Uh. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, and then Rotten Tomatoes uh, critic score with 68%. So close. So, so close. I might jump on there. I know I'm not a critic, yeah. so it won't work. But I'll give it another. Um, hey, maybe. I don't positive. know. Let's show we'll us status. After this, Pull the brains. <laughs> Um, and then the audience score, 73%. So quite highly regarded by both fans and critics alike. Uh, directed by David Gordon Green, who I think before this was doing a bit more serious stuff, but has leaned more towards the comedy um, scape afterwards. And I think he's a frequent uh, collaborator with Danny McBride as well. Okay. So he's um, worked across Eastbound and Down, Righteous Gemstones um, and Vice Principals, yep. which are TV shows uh, with Danny McBride. I've seen Eastbound and Down, obviously. I think I need to get into Righteous Gemstones. I've heard that's really good too. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Um, and you've mentioned... Is Vice Principles... No, that's not the Craig's one. What's Vice Craig's Principal one? is Danny McBride again yeah, yeah. as a... Um, as a prince, a vice principal, and then there's another dude as well that's sort of, <laughs> that's uh, they're sort of fighting out to be principal, and then there's oh, like, I think it's happen. like Walter Walter Goggins. Yeah, he was the he was a bad um, redneck in uh, Django Unchained. That's what I remember. Him yeah, as. yeah, yeah, Walter Goggins, Walt, Walton Goggins. What a name! Um, 
a lot of uh yeah teacher tv shows out right now yeah you go um and dave and gordon green also directed the recent halloween remakes which i'm very sure uh danny mcbride wrote those two mm. a bit of a different one for him um so written by seth rogan um evan goldberg um who were frequent collaborators they've worked together yep. um from their super bad days um but Michael wanted to get a bit more niche with their credits. As we know, a lot of their movies that you know, super bad. Um, in not in the end, is that what it's called yeah. or something? Oh, this is yeah. the end. This is the end. Uh, but they also did four episodes and some material for the Ali G show, mm. which I've seen before as well. So I'm happy they worked on that. Yeah. And I think he had a few um, writing credits uh, after Freaks and Geeks and working with Apatow as well. Um, and then the Homer the Whopper episode of The Simpsons in 2009. No idea what so that's that nice. is. <laughs> yeah, well, it's nice that they got Seth. He would have been really young back then too. Yeah. Like well, early, mid-20s. Well, yeah, I mean, I was actually just looking at the gear and super bad because there was meant to be, this is one of the facts I'll mention now, there's meant to be a crossover of a sequel where Pineapple Express and Superbad intersect the timelines. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a bit of difference uh, there. But it's only 2007, 2008, so it was a pretty busy uh, year. I thought Superbad was earlier than that, than Pineapple yeah, Express. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so as well. I thought it was like probably much the same year. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, I knew I knew this was later, but I thought it was a bit more later than it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is right when um, Seth started to get hot. Yeah. Um, Evan Goldberg as well, as we mentioned, um, worked with Seth, but he also was a writer on The Goon, yeah. um, which is a hockey movie made by Jay Baruchel who was the other main character in um, This Is The End as well. Right. And he's in um, Knocked Up and he was in, um, yeah, of all other um, Seth Rogen movies yeah. too. The Goon, the Goon then, I reckon, be good to get a run eventually too. That's a that's a decent movie. That's a fun movie. Yeah. That's got a Stifler in it. Yes, too. it does. <laughs> um, play, playing a hockey enforcer. Yeah. Um, and then Judd Apatow, we all know. Um, but he worked on The Simpsons episode, Bart's new friend, Yo Teach. I don't know if they were all together well, or it's just called <laughs> yeah no so it's Yo Teachers a TV show but I remember there being uh, some like uh, someone going for a TV show called Yo Teach and like almost it was like being as a part of being in the movie so I don't know like whether it was done after or done before uh, yeah, but yeah, I can't yeah. remember That's what movie like, that from is that in Funny People? Could be, yes. Might have been yes, Funny it was. People. Yeah. yeah. So, and that yeah. we're definitely not doing that movie because that movie runs <laughs> no, for a bit that's a big uh, one <laughs> And then produced again by Judd Apatow, um, who worked on a 30 for 30 doc. Um, you love 30 for 30, yeah, Michael. Yeah, that's really your good. passion. Yeah. Um, what's Daryl? Uh, doc and Daryl. No, so that's the 30 oh. for 30, about two players oh. uh, together, basically. It was a yeah Caucasian and African-American player that sort of grew up together, like ran through the ranks together. Um, good doco, that one. Yeah. I think um, Judd Apatow is doing, he just wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's on a lot of podcasts right now. We might get him on this one. Yeah, Who knows? Jump on. Uh, <laughs> jump on. Chat about that. Um, and that recent um, Netflix movie, um, The Bubble, which I haven't seen yet, but no, the reviews either. aren't too great. Um, so I'm, I'm pushing that. <laughs> um, and then The Cable Guy, which isn't a frequent Jim Carrey one that I've seen. No, I haven't watched too that many. one. I think it was a bit, it was a bit niche than. Um, the ones we've seen yeah it's got its moments but it's not one that I'd enjoy too much but you never know what's coming up mm. we'll see um, and then of course produced by Shauna Robertson who worked on Forgetting Sarah Marshall Knocked Up and 40 Year Old Virgin yep. so it looks like another fre- frequent um, Apatow uh, collaborator actors so Seth Rogen as Dale Denton James Franco as Sol Silver mm-hmm. 
Um, I thought they were friends from uh, Freaks and Geeks, but apparently because Seth looked older, but he hung around, he hung around with the younger kids because they were here his age. Yeah. And like James Franco hang around with the older dudes because like it was a lot cooler and everything. <laughs> so they just became like closer friends after this movie, yep. which is good to see. I thought they were friends the whole time, yeah. but it's good that this movie brought them together. Unfortunately, not working together anymore because of all the things yeah. that have happened, but we'll leave that as is. We'll, we'll leave that as yep. is. Um, Gary Cole, um, former MVP yep. as Ted Jones. Um, Danny McBride as Red. Um, Kevin Corrigan as Bud Lofsky. Um, Kevin Corrigan's really good. He's, yeah. he's one of the ones names you don't really remember, but he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's. I remember him most from Superbad as the guy that owns yeah, the yeah. house. Yeah, the uh, period girl's yeah. boyfriend <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh, Craig Robertson as Matheson, one of his best roles, I think we so. have to say. Yeah, it kills it. And Rosie, Rosie Perez as Carol slash the female cop. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even get reference to her as Carol throughout the whole movie. I just called her the female cop or lady cop because I don't recognize her. Yeah. I had her as Carol, yeah. Okay. I must have just said it once and yep. might have missed it but that's fine I think everyone knows her as a female cop yeah I think so <laughs> yeah uh, so summary of this uh, process server and his marijuana dealer wind up on the run from hitmen and a corrupt police officer after he witnessed his dealer's boss murder a competitor while trying to serve papers on him stream currently yeah. on Netflix uh, and Netflix has been a little bit average for us, I've got to say, for a lot of streaming. Like, it hasn't been one of the big ones. And yeah, yeah, I feel like Netflix is leaning in on more of their own content That's true. these days. Yep. And you might get bits and pieces of everything else. Yep. But Stan, we all know Stan's the MVP. Stan's the MVP. Um, um, yeah, so little known facts. There's a couple, but we'll run through a few. So uh, Seth rolled every joint for the movie. But uh, there was also a fact that maybe Evan Goldberg also helped him out too but yeah pretty yeah, incredible that's a that's a lot of joints to roll <laughs> if they're like that busy considering yeah, snoop considering snoop dog has a joint roller for, for, oh, yeah. for on his payroll so it uh, shows how much effort goes into it um so this is this is probably my favorite one brian cranston was rejected from the role of the drug dealer for not being scary enough this was the same time as breaking bad so it allowed him to play walter white so that's wild. It's it's like a bit of a loss for the movie, but Ted Jones was played really well yeah. by um, Gary Cole. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it, it's actually probably worked out the best for everybody that he could play Walter White in Breaking Bad. Mm. Yeah, well, even before that, I remember him most. Of course, Breaking Bad now, yeah. but I remember him from Malcolm yeah, in the Middle, of and of course, you remember him from Seinfeld. Yeah, um, well, still mostly saying... Malcolm in the Middle for me. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Um, that's our Seinfeld connection. Mm-hmm. though. we need one every week. Um, we had a couple of sad Seinfeld news in the last few weeks too yeah. with um, both the mothers passing yeah. away which is sad um, but yeah quite a strange turn of events that he's become such a big actor um, Brian Cranston for that role yeah. and he would have been perfect for um, Gary Gold's character yeah. but yeah as he said worked out for both parties happy ending, happy ending in the end Yeah. so Seth Rogen originally wrote the part of Saul Silver for himself to play uh, it wasn't until the table read that he realised that James Franco would be funnier in the role of Sol, which, you know, I think the way that the characters end up working out was a very good, very good thing because, yeah, they both played their characters so well in this. Was it a flip where he goes, okay, I'll be Dale and you be Sol, or was someone else going to be, like, was um, Franco supposed to be Dale? Not sure. That's one I actually wouldn't mind reading into a little bit more, whether they had somebody lined up for Dale, but I didn't actually read that anyone else had a, um, was in the running for Dale. But yeah, he's so good in this, Franco. Yeah, he is. It just yeah. yeah, 
So innocent, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first marijuana-themed comedy to gross over $100 million worldwide. Uh, trying to think of another yeah. one that would have got there afterwards, but... Nothing. With the Millers, maybe? Yeah, true. I guess that's marijuana-themed, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, James, and last one, James Franco said in an interview uh, for MTV News um, uh, that they had considered making a sequel which is what we said before about their yeah. super bad um and this one intersecting but it never got through which would have been interesting considering that seth played the cop on that one so i would have yeah. not sure how it would work maybe that was something that they would have considered too yeah i would like to see um seth and evan from super bad gutting down people yeah. <laughs> i think that's a bit too far away from their character they really ruined it but people push really hard for sequels and i'm happy that they just leave them as is like well as much as you like seeing these characters in it it's good just to leave as is i feel and i think in this is the end um part of the movies them like making sequels for the movies they already made yeah and it's like Red um, starts a marijuana empire with Woody Nelson or something yeah. like that. So they, they're even taking the piece out of it that people are um, making unneeded sequels yep. in that, which I'm happy nothing really um, materialized. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Let's get into Let's it, huh? Let's do it. Uh, we also want to mention that this podcast is brought to you by Pigva Vodka. Yes. Uh, <laughs> goes down a treat. Yeah, it really uh, smooth. went down really very smooth. well. And Vibaroba and all the other Polish ones that we got down yesterday. Happy Easter, everybody. And that chocolate Ukrainian one to Ooh, all yeah. our uh, Ukrainian brothers and sisters out there. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Um, so we start off in black and white. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I thought the whole world was in black and white, like before <laughs> yeah, I was too. born. Yeah. Just because when you're watching TV, everything was in black and white. Yep. Um, I just want to say um, in 1937, um, so it's all these sort of scientists and military people going to a secret entrance to a lab, um, and there's all this testing and stuff going on with people in white suits, um, and we're told by the head scientist that an experiment started seven minutes ago, um, and we just hear a dude coughing his lungs out mm. in an interrogation room, and of course it's Bill Hader um, <laughs> just getting high in a room. Um, who's the other, um, the main sort of military general guy? Not sure about that. No, he looks a bit like um, Kruger from Seinfeld. I forget he, who plays the Malcolm in the Middle character as like the the teacher. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. No, that one. I remember he was in um, uh, the Warriors. Okay. Oh yeah, name. true. He was in. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want me to run this one? Because I got a. I pretty much got these ones got down it? pat. Yeah. yeah, you go for it. So uh, James James Rima. Okay. Um, that was him. Yeah. So uh, it says he's been smoking item nine for five minutes. He goes, "How do you feel?" He goes, "I feel like a slice of butter on top of a big old pile of flapjacks." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they ask him, "When you think of your superiors, what emotions do you feel?" And he just goes, <laughs> "Just like yeah. some old like time like, music, <laughs> like some jazz music." Yeah. And he's playing like the drums and the like the tss, tss, Yeah. Tss, Every time he tries to say something, yeah. he goes, "Yeah." And then he tries to go. Um, and he's just like coughing his coughing his lungs yeah. up this time and he goes oh can you guys torch me and there's some like old school like deep sea diver comes in yeah. and he just looks at him and goes whoa <laughs> <laughs> and he goes can I have the question again uh, and he s- says it and he goes you know the problem I have with your little dog and pony act you call the military here it is number one lots of dudes where are the boobies <laughs> number two why are we underground right now sir why aren't we out in the open? Why aren't we in a square right now? Why aren't we talking to people and letting them know that item nine exists? 
Get it out. Shout it out on the rooftops. This is great. This is the bee's knees. Item nine. <laughs> um, and then uh, he's like, the captain steps in. He goes, you got to be serious. He goes, I am serious. Your dick, my mouth. And he, <laughs> he does like the point of the like, yeah. goes from one side and then like twists it around and does the other side and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and a guy just goes, that's it. Shut it down. Bury the hatch, sell the mm-hmm. land and dispose of him. Uh, and the two guys walk in and goes, Hey, bleep, bleep. Can you understand me? <laughs> uh, and they shoot him and he goes, I got a decision on item nine. Illegal. Illegal. Yeah. Um, and then we go to Dale Denton, who is Seth Rogen's character, um, driving his car around and smoking weed. And he's really into talkback radio. Um, and that's what he wants to be when he gets older. And he's like, why don't you start a podcast? Yeah. That's what that is now, <laughs> pretty much. He would have a podcast about being high yeah. <laughs> um, the whole time. Um, but he's talking, like he's calling into the radio station and saying if that mar- uh, marijuana better be illegal in the next five years, which I think legal, yeah. they were close to in America. Yeah. Oh yeah, better be illegal um, in five years, um, which pretty much is now in most of pretty America. Much, yeah. um, oh, well, the I guess the bluer states. Yeah. Um, at that point and just talking about how it makes everything better um, and we got Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant mm. uh, playing in the background which is a banger yeah, it's, I remember it's like, already on the playlist <laughs> yeah I've heard this song a lot when I was uh, uh, like about this age when like this movie was big as well yeah. was super bad and everything and this was like a bit of a meme so once that started as a bit of a meme song yeah. and then just start enjoying it yeah. this is definitely <laughs> one of those ones um, but we find out what his job is he's like a a process server so he serves people uh subpoenas and other legal documents and he's got all his different outfits in the back of his car which plays quite cleverly mm. into the movie later on too with how they tie it in um yeah like things you don't really i mean you understand it while you're watching it for the first time but when you're watching it and taking it it's like oh that's really clever yeah. the way they put that together um Kind of weird how we find out that he's a uh, 25-year-old dating an 18-year-old. Um, and that 18-year-old is Amber Heard, which is a bit yeah, of a, a going toxic on right one now. as well. Um, some of the parts of the movie, uh, yeah, doesn't really work right now. Uh, he says, I think he says, um, yeah. love has no age. And he goes, is it consensual? He goes, I think it's consensual, which is a horrible line. Like, yeah. all together. Um, He's just smoking a heap of weed and then like uh, just basically serving a bunch of people in like his different um, uh, different sort of costumes. I, there's, I know there's like yeah. a surgeon, there's like a woman and... Um, yeah, he of- goes into an office and then yeah. he serves a guy like mid-surgery. Yeah, yeah. Trying to think self- <laughs> like how did he even get into the room? Yeah. Yeah, don't you have to be like quarantined up or cleaned up it's to impressive. get into that room? Yeah. Um, he's then, a, then there's like a scene where he's listening to Electric Avenue and then there's these two Latin dudes that are also listening yeah. to Electric Avenue um, and you're led to believe that they are homosexual um, and it leads into one of the I've, I've worked this out because of one of the lines that comes through he goes um, hey Electric Avenue he goes I know right hey take that shit to the next level eh? um, and then he says and he says to his uh, friend Orle which means come on and then he says yeah. to the other guys, es pincha fresa, which means here's a fruit or a strawberry. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so I did a bit of research on that one. And that's why this is my first Steve Hibbert. I went another early one. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Guy in the car, Carlos Allman. Um, 
Yeah, it's one that it's just such a random scene, but I just always remembered that too. Yeah, <laughs> like what that laugh. that is. I got, I've got that. This is a Lamau moment for me, yeah. so I'm happy this is the Hibbert. Perfect. But yeah, take that shit to the next yeah. level. Yeah, it's a Lamau. Um, and then again, this is oh, that's this is when he then does the um, surgeon yeah. and all that. Uh, and he said he's on the radio and he goes, "Have you ever dealt with a drug dealer? It's weird. It's awkward. They think they're your friend, but they're not their friend. But you're not their friend, which sort of leads into the rest of the movie." Yeah. Um, so we're in high school with uh, I was about to say Seth Dale mm. and his girlfriend Angie, played by Amber Heard, and they're just making out in the. Uh, <laughs> Like hallways, like next to the lockers. Like imagine you're in high school and some 25 year old, and Seth Rogen does not look like a young 25 year old either. He looks like a 35 year old. So imagine a 35 year old dude just making out with one of your friends in like the hallway. Yeah, pretty weird. (laughs) So weird. Yeah. Um, He says that he can't come to dinner with her parents, and she thinks like she doesn't like him or, or the family. And they think the parents would like him if they get to know him and everything. Um, and that'll be weird as well if your high school kid brings home a 25-year-old. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and then one of the teachers come past and just Joe Lotrulio, mm-hmm. um, who's, of course, um, in Superbad the, and the squeaky guy mm-hmm. in Boyle. Um, I don't know. In, um, he's been in a few of our movies, Looking actually. Like, yeah, he's um, um, yeah. I Love You Man as well. Yeah, I Love You Man is a squeaky dude. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, Boyle in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Um, but it's like mm, I heard that it's wish like you know that's his saying <laughs> wish I didn't but I did um, and he's just saying like why don't you date someone your age and he's like about to square up with uh, Dale mm. and then we have uh, cool guy Clark which is like a jock cool dude yeah. um, and he comes past and he's talking about how good uh, Angie was in drama class and she goes, oh, your Jeff, Jeff Goldblum impression nearly made me pee my pants. He's like, oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so such a weird, creepy look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it says he forgot, she forgot her shorts in his car, like his little short shorts, and she gets like Dale to hold him. So he's already, you can see he's yeah, pissed so, off about it. Yeah, they worked out last week and she forgot her shorts in his car. Mm. I'm not sure what that, what that means, <laughs> but anyway. Um, and basically they're introducing each other. Um, and yeah. he's like, hey, next year, man, next year at college, woo! Like, really weird, awkward, mm-hmm. just trying to make something out of nothing. He goes, don't worry, man, I'll watch your ass for you because I know a lot of people are going to try to get up on that shit. And he's just, like, being mm-hmm. really, like, oh, oh, so you've got her ass, have you? And he's, like, he's yeah. just, like, stammering uh, and just making him sound really bad. And he walks off and he goes, all right, man, time to suck today's dick. <laughs> start using that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, my... Uh, Tuesday morning meeting with my uh, team. It's like, all right, come on, guys. Um, and then as he's walking off, the the teachers uh, who play by Joe Latruglia goes, Clark's a great guy, man. He's going to take care of Angela. And then uh, Dale goes, why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick, you chimp fucking bastard. Yeah. Um, and he, like, he flips him off. He goes, middle finger, don't stop the clock. Because he tells him he's got like five minutes to get out. The middle finger, don't stop the clock. <laughs> Um, yeah. and he just like, after all that, he's like, you know what? I do want to have dinner with your parents. Cause he could feel sort of mm-hmm. it's slipping and people want to get on that ass basically. Um, yep. and, uh, as he's leaving high, the high school, he, uh, gives Saul a call and asks him if he can come over. Yeah. Um, so we go to Saul's, I guess it's an apartment. Yeah. Um, but you got him watching the TV show and I tried to find what TV show it's from. I couldn't. Um, but it's um, um, African-American ladies. You go, I thought the hurricane season was over. 
Um, and you got like Saul repeating it to himself as he's gone around the apartment. It's a great it's like, oh, I thought the hurricane scene was over. Um, and Dale walks into his apartment and he goes, how'd you get in here? I didn't buzz you up. It's like some guy with a fray hawk led him. He's like, oh, Kyle, man, he did that again. If I saw Kyle, I'd probably give him a uh, Glansberg, I reckon, but yeah, yeah. Be in it at least. <laughs> you, have to, you have to see his face. Yeah. Um, but Saul's like really happy to see him. He shows him his new satellite radio um, and his home entertainment system. He's like, oh, I feel entertained. Um, <laughs> and he show a picture of him and his bubby. Um, it's actually a bit um, of a fact that I got here as well about James Franco. He actually doesn't smoke weed at all because it causes him too much yeah. anxiety and just like doesn't enjoy it. So pretty funny that he plays the weed dealer and smokes a lot, but he doesn't yeah. smoke weed. And they got really. that like weird onset marijuana as well, mm. which isn't, it can't be cigarettes, of course, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't, you can't be smoking cigarettes on um, set. Yeah. So they got this like weird, I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, no apparently idea. it's not very enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's talking about how, yeah. Um, how his bubby is in a nursing home and he goes, Would, could you pull the pin on someone? And, like take their life. And his, um, Dale's really awkward about it. He goes, oh, I just want this, I just want my yeah. head off. Um, yeah, business for the businessman. Yeah, business for the business. Um, and he shows him the dopest dope he's ever smoked. Um, so it's the uh, Pineapple Express, but it's the Blue Oyster shit and the Afghan Kush met up and had a baby with that crazy Northern Light stuff. And the... Super special snowflake met and had a baby, and those two babies met and fucked. This would be the shit that baby births. Like, this is the product of baby fucking. <laughs> um, and he gives him the big old bag of weed, and he goes, Smell it. He goes, It smells like God's vagina. <laughs> this um, is actually another fact. So, James Franco, when he says that, it was originally improvised by Seth Rogen. Franco said, It's not funny, but then Franco used it in the next line. <laughs> so, he stole his line. <laughs> um, he says, It's called Pineapple Express. Um, and it's made a very sort of scientific way with how the the wind El flows Nino. in <laughs> El Nino. Um, and he's the only guy in the city that has it. Um, and it's he said he'll take a quarter and he goes off to get his scale um, in his bathroom. That's when he goes to himself, guess the hurricane season's <laughs> over. Um, but Dale finds his cross joint, which is... A crucifix mm. very topical for this weekend yep. <laughs> uh, pretty much but it's a crucifix with a um like a little joint in the middle and a bigger joint um as the main part yep. where jesus was on of course can um, I, r.i.p can i say as well before that he um when he's in the room you could see a train set with like a tp like in the middle of it just seeing how innocent like a soul is like he's just got yeah. a little train set on his bed set up <laughs> that's cute <laughs> Um, and he says, so what's this? It's the apex, um, of the vortex of joint engineering. Um, you light up all three ends at the same time and it's a trifecta of joint smoking power. Um, and Dale just wants to leave and sort of Saul stops and goes, Oh, I thought we we're going to smoke this joint together. And he goes, you can't light it on his own. And Dale's like, yeah, I'll help you smoke it. And it helps him light it up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Saul smokes it, but I wrote down as well that you see no smoke come out of his mouth. Yeah, so yeah. it might be up like what you're saying before, um, that he doesn't smoke anything himself yeah. and he has a coughing fit and then Seth, um, has a toke and yeah, you can see the smoke coming out of his lungs. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they both end up having a massive, uh, coughing fit. And then we hear the buzzer and it's, uh, Chris Gerbert, yeah. um, who's like, he must just be like a really annoying, yeah. Uh, dude, he works he's with, and like, he's going to get the sh- yeah. Sorry, go. No, he's going to get the schnickel fit. Yeah. So just, sounds like a really shitty type of marijuana. So schnickel. So uh, Saul calls his shit weed schnickel fritz, 
because it's uh, what the practical FX supervisor will call his second in command when he didn't like what he was doing and he thought it was hilarious. So he called shit. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So guy on set goes, "It's your snickle fritz when he's working like shit." So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, I just want to say, Chris as well has got like these like long socks on with like uh, with like New Balance shoes, like just a classic like yuck look of <laughs> American yuck. Yeah, look. yeah. It's like a nothing, like just a white dude yeah. that doesn't know how to dress. Oh, he hasn't even come in yeah. yet. Oh shit. Yeah. Anyway, that's <laughs> no, no, right. Uh, but Saul asking about like, oh, why why is he wearing a suit? Um, he goes, oh, I'm a process server. So he has to wear a suit. He goes, wow, you're a servant? Like a butler? Yeah. He's like, you, sh- you shine shoes? <laughs> so he explains his job to him and how he needs um, different outfits to serve different people. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he was just at his school. Um, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, Miming's like, wow, you sucked in her titties? He's like, no, I just kissed her. Yeah. I just did that to like, show the effect. Um, but yeah. He talks about... Um, yeah, it talks about how his girlfriend's cool. It's like, oh, does she smoke weed? It's like, yeah, as much as a normal 18-year-old yeah. does. But he's jealous of all the guys at school. It's like, they do cool impressions of just uh, uh, Goldblum and um, he's just a fat, stinky dude. Yeah. He goes, what? Fuck Jeff Goldblum, man. It's a great line. I know you said you yeah. wanted to use that as a sound for one of your uh, songs when you were in a band as well, didn't you say? You oh, maybe, cut. yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be, I think we probably did. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Um, he said, oh man, I wish I had that job. Get to smoke weed all day and sit around. Yeah. He goes, what are you talking about, man? You have that job. You've got the easiest job in the world. He's like, oh yeah, I do, man. <laughs> he's so innocent. Yeah, yeah. he is. Uh, Chris brings up his friend. Chris comes up and he's also got his friend Mark um, that's there. So he quickly just puts on his business face and just gets him in and out. Mm-hmm. So you can tell he's, you know, he's not just someone that just hanging for any sort of friend. Like he's actually, yeah. You know, and then Chris asked for Percocet, which I'm not sure exactly what that is, but some sort of type of drug. Um, yeah. A bit more full on, I think. And uh, he's like, he looks at him and goes, Chris, what the fuck, man? He's like, come on, you said you might have some Percocet. Well, you know, not here, my friend. Kicks him out. He's like, fucking lingerer, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Percocet's a, like a oxycodone oh, yeah. opioid pain painkiller. Yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. So he asked about his process serving. He says he's going to some guy, Ted Jones' house. Um, mm-hmm. He said, oh, it's weird. The guy I get it from, he his name is Ted Jones. And he's like, nah, it's probably not the same dude. Just sort of brushes it off. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I got to go. He's like, you're going to smoke and run? He goes, come on, man. We can look at some crazy things on the internet together. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he says, hey, man, I'm going to run out of weed in a few da- read in a few days and we'll hang then. And he's bought like a yeah. ounce, which I can't imagine would be easy to get through in a couple I of think days. He- I think he just bought a quarter, a quarter okay. so yeah. he could probably get through that in two days if he tried. Okay. And the way he smokes all yeah, day, he probably true. get through a quarter. <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know how much a quarter is, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he might be able to get through that in a few days. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he pulls up at the front of uh, Ted Jones's house, and he's got the Doctor Green thumb as his ringtone by Cypress Hill. Uh, That's cool. Which I was thinking of putting in the playlist, but probably just not in the movie enough to remember it. I wouldn't say. Um, and Angie calls him um, and says she's excited. Says the family's excited for dinner. Uh, said mm-hmm. mum's made couscous, and he's like couscous. The food's so nice they named it twice. Which uh, yeah. I've used. I've used that a few times actually. Yeah, myself. this is another one of those things where I say it all the time, but I'm not sure where it yeah. came from. So this is the thank you, where so, that came from. Thank you, Pineapple yeah. Express. Um, so anyway, the cop pulls up behind him, and he quickly gets rid of the phone because he's smoking a joint as well. Um, so he thinks the cop's going to come up, but mm-hmm. actually walks past and goes into the house. Um, and there's all this ominous music that uh, comes through as well. 
So, uh, and I, I think I wrote, oh no, he wrote, he says, what an adorable little cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the next thing is, he has a gunshot and he looks up and it's uh, Ted, which we assume is Ted, but we know it is eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots a guy who is Asian, which is important for the movie. It's not just me <laughs> randomly mm-hmm. stating someone's ethnicity. Um, and uh, so the, the cop's just sort of looking at Ted a little bit upset, but he still shoots him and like, mm-hmm splatters his brain brains over the uh window um yeah. and he's backing out like he's coughing and backing out loudly shooting himself going back and forth into the cars mm-hmm. um and they're looking at him as he's trying to get away so they run downstairs he ditches the weed and drives off um so but they the ted and the cop run outside pick up the mm-hmm. joint smoke it and says it's pineapple express um man that's a that's a good palate that's a very good palate. Yeah, for, uh, <laughs> that is very for Ted. Well, it must be. Yeah, he must be very proud of <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that strain. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's as, he's sort of driving away from here, and he's sort of like wondering where he's where to go. Um. Yeah. And he ends up. He's freaking out and decides to go back to Saul's house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. He gets to Saul's apartment and he presses the buzzer. Old mate Kyle wasn't there to let him in this time, <laughs> um, but he's pressing the buzzer and he buzzes up to uh, Saul's house. And he's like, oh, hey, Sol, it's it's uh, it's Dale. And then he says all this crazy story about all this stuff mm-hmm. happened. And Sol's just like, Dale? <laughs> Is that you? Um, but they, similar to how me and you start the podcast every time, but they're struggling with the buzzer. Yeah. It's like, oh, do I go on one, two, three, go? Yeah. Or is it one, two, three? Um, classic apart- yeah, he's up classic at- apartment gags, that one. Yeah, oh, just easy stuff. Yeah. It's not just in Seinfeld, it's like, Yep, yo, yeah, yeah. and they just buzz him in and they go I like it every now and then, like if someone misses the buzzer, he's like, I missed it. And he's like, oh, go again. <laughs> yeah. Um, where was he I? He just tells um, him, yeah. So, yeah, he goes into the apartment. He's like, they killed him. A cop, a lady, and a guy. It's like, a cop, lady, and a guy? That's a massacre. <laughs> um, it's like, no. Um, yeah, it says the cops and the lady. Uh, yeah, the cops and Ted shot the uh, Asian guy. Um, and he tells freaking out and he throws up all over the soul's printer, <laughs> uh, which is a nice gag. Um, he goes, soul thinks he saw Ted doing the shooting. Yeah. Um, and the Asians are the number two in town. Yeah. Um, and he thought Ted was just capping, uh, the competition. Um, and he tells Saul that he saw, saw him drove up, um, and he dropped his roach, um, on the ground. And it's like, oh, so they saw someone, but they don't know it's you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Dale puts together that he's the only guy in town that has Pineapple Express, so he's going to come to Saul um, to find out who he sold Pineapple Express to yeah. and find out who saw the murder. Um, and they all they start freaking out and want to leave. And then they stop and go, no, grab the weed, some snacks and some fruit roll-ups, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we can go. Uh, um, and then we... Yeah. yeah, you go. Yeah, they're sort of driving... Yeah, they drive away together after that. Um, mm-hmm. Next, we're at Saul's apartment, and two guys enter... Uh, one of them's got a gun and they're searching through the apartment. Um, and they mentioned that Red said that he'll, he'd be he, he'd be here. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one of them sits down, Craig Robinson, which we know is Matheson, we find out. Yeah. Uh, he sits down and he goes, ooh, them some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, this house smells like, uh, the other guy says this house smells like vomit. Um, and then he, he goes, do you want a hit? And he goes, nah, my wife, uh, my wife knows when I can, uh, when I'm smoking weed, she can always smell it on me, yeah. which sort of goes throughout the whole movie. 
He goes, mm-hmm. you want one of my vests? It smell good. <laughs> he goes, it's not my style. He goes, you ain't got no style, motherfucker. <laughs> Which I, I think we're going to safely say, we talked about it before and yesterday, yeah. that um, Craig Robinson playing Matheson is definitely our MVP for this one. Um, special yeah. mention to Bubby later on in it as well. She had a very good very good. Yeah, run. there's a few decent shout-outs for MVPs yeah. in this. It could go to Danny McBride as Red, could go to Bubby. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, we're saying um, just before the mics got hot, as they say, that Craig Robinson in this is really good and he's a lot dirtier than he is in his other mm-hmm. roles, like probably most known for The Office yeah. um, as well. But yeah, I'm not sure why he doesn't do a lot more dirty stuff. And especially, he's really good. Like Pontiac Banda is so iconic for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, all those episodes. Yeah. And he plays a similar-ish character in that way. Um, yeah. But he's still wholesome in a way that a car thief can be. But yeah, he's an absolute pisser in this movie. Every line just gets me going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really. So he calls Ted and says they're, uh, they're not here. He goes, it's Budlovsky. And then in the back, he goes, and Matheson. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Matheson. <laughs> um, hey, Ted. He goes, hey, Ted. They're not here, Ted. <laughs> uh, the next scene is uh, Dale and Saul driving off. Um, and they're sort of like talking about what do we know about Ted he goes oh Ted he's like really into murdering he's like well, that's not good <laughs> um, he goes man I wish we, where can we go he goes I wish we could just go nowhere and they just like like a light bulb hits um, and then they just end up in the woods basically so yeah oh they say uh, we can't go to a hotel or motel because they'll find our credit cards yeah. because they're the cops and that's the part as well. They can't go to the police as well because the cops are in on it. What I really like about this movie as well is what they do is like, this is something you can imagine someone really overly paranoid thinks about every sort of possible yeah. thing, but every possible thing does actually come true. So it's a really good yeah. way of like how that paranoia, if it was correct, like what is actually what's happening. And there's a few like scenes that come in here that confirms, uh, confirms all of that. Yeah. They're really smart about it. Um, so we got, they didn't want to go anywhere. So they go to the woods um, it's like it's like oh they might find a sea. It's like how would you know it was there? Heat sinking missiles, uh, bloodhounds, barracudas. Boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says only only Red knows um, that he sold the Pine Express to him, and Red won't give him up because they're really tight. Um, and he's talking about how like close he is to Red. He goes, one time we got a girl to give him a hand job after five minute after meeting. He's like. It's like, well, I don't even know. It's like, I don't even know your name. Whoa, because that's pretty. That's pretty rad. Um, it's like, oh, come on. He, uh, he's like, he could pass on his name. He goes, nah, he wouldn't, Dale. Come on, fucking hand job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes, same rules don't apply to Red. He's a drug dealer, and he gets really upset and walks mm-hmm. away. He goes, I'm a drug dealer. You don't trust me, which is pretty mm-hmm. spot on. Um, and then yeah. he's like, try, trying to take back everything he just said. Um, before but yeah, he's sort of not having a bar of it yeah so he decides to call red uh and red picks up the phone and there's uh budlovsky and matheson behind him i end up just referring to him as b and m because i just couldn't be bothered writing their names <laughs> yeah i started calling him like math i called him bud because budlovsky was too long for me um but yeah uh and then i think it's good uh, he sort of he does like a says ow and he's like what happened he's like yeah. oh, i stubbed my foot on the stubbed my foot on the um coffee table he goes oh man Come on, wear shoes around the house. Safety, safety first, then teamwork. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> teamwork. Um, he's like, hey, don't tell anyone you sold it to me. Um, he's like, there's a fly in the ointment. The lion will speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
and they're like, yeah, don't worry, we'll be there in 30 minutes. So uh, the guys behind him, he's like sort of telling the guys behind uh, Budlovsky and Matheson that they'll be there. Um, mm-hmm. Rez's like, oh, somebody else is there. Uh, he's like, oh, actually, you know what? We'll go in the morning. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, I said right here, tell him it's Dale. I'm not sure. But, oh, yeah, sorry. He tells yeah, him his first like- name's Dale. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got some other guy with you. What's his name? He's like, oh, yeah, that's Theo. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and he asks uh, if Bubby is at this uh, still at the same address, which is like really suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, 40, 41st and River Street. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Nice. But he has to go He has to go see his Bubby in the morning to change their clocks for daylight savings. That's cute. <laughs> uh, which is nice. Um, yeah. And she lives in a home as well, so like they could have just done it for her. But anyway, whatever. Yeah, true. Um, true. And then he says they should hit up the casino again. He's like, yes, we yep. should definitely hit up the casino again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, they'll be chilling by noon. You guys, noon it is, bromosexual. <laughs> um, so they'll be hanging out tomorrow. Um, so the boys are in the woods together and Saul says that he's getting cold and Dale gives him his jacket and says he runs warm. Yeah. Um, and then Dale is going to call Angie. Um, but Saul realizes that they can trace the calls through what is it? The triangulation or something like that? Yeah. You know how they say it. Uh, yeah, it's like, yes, yeah, so they can like, <laughs> yeah. triangulate the phones. They can work it out. Yeah. He goes, that's how they got Saddam, um, which is fair enough. Yeah. And he's like, what should we do? It's like, we should tie it to an animal. And like, they think it's a squirrel, but it's just in a tree. <laughs> um, but like, they go, oh, we should like break our phone. So Saul tries to throw it at a tree and it just misses and they can't find it after that. Yeah. And Dale smashes him against the rock. Can I say as it's well, like, and uh, so yeah. this is a bit interesting and I was, I was trying to work out how this works, but the shots of Dick's of drawings on the principal's desk in Superbad was actually filmed on the set of Pineapple Express in the woods while they were <laughs> shooting Dale and Saul destroying their cell phones. So I don't know how that works. I was trying to figure out, but that was actually a tweet by uh, Seth Rogen. There you go. Maybe that was for the end of the movie, like the end credits. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Oh no, maybe they did like the kids well, scene. When passing, maybe yeah, they passing the over on the desk. I think that's what it is. But yeah, yeah. maybe they filmed that like later after the movie wrapped because they wanted to like explain it. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah, in it's, that story. it's sort of him yeah. explaining it, and then there's just pictures like a picture over the back of it. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I this I want to say that Dale's got a undershirt that says Tomato Face Fifty Four. I looked it up on <laughs> Urban Dictionary, and it basically means that you were smashed. So like one definition was. Oh man, you were so tomato face fifty four last night, which I don't know exactly what it is. I but don't yeah. any idea where yeah. that came from. Yeah. Um he's asking to look for his phone and he's like, I'll call it. He's yeah. like, We can't call it smash my phone. <laughs> yeah. Um and he's like, Oh, you know, they probably can't triangulate those things. He's like, No, no, you convinced me that they can. Now I'm, now I'm freaked out <laughs> yeah. about it. So you can't just tell me that it can't we don't do that. Um so no, they they're walking and trying to find it and they're like, I think I hear something. He's like, What? And he just randomly goes oh fuck and just they run off in different directions um so they're running 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 and franco uh smacks his head sorry um saul smacks his head on a tree but i said franco because frank franco accidentally smacked his head on a screw attached to a tree during the filming of this uh this resulted in he needing to get stitches hence the headband covering any evidence of the injury so the headband wasn't originally worked out well huh but yeah it's uh, in the movie but yeah makes sense for all the other scenes yeah um then dale runs into the car and then soul like jumps on he scares the shit out of him but goes in um he says he didn't hear anything but then sort of like a bit of back and forth between a guy mm-hmm. so dale just sort of turns on the talkback radio and just like starts laughing and smiling and you can see soul's just like mm-hmm. what the fuck are we listening to <laughs> this is bullshit 
similar to a lot of our listeners, I see. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but they end up going to sleep in the car. Um, so it's the next, let's say the note is the next morning, but we find out it's not really the morning. No. <laughs> um, but they wake up um, and Saul wakes, Dale wakes up. Saul um, goes, what time is it? And Dale says that his watch broke, um, but it's 3 p.m. Um, and they're supposed to be at Red's house at 12. Mm. He goes, no, it's daylight savings. Like, so it's two. It's like, no, it went forward an hour. <laughs> so it's four o'clock. So like, they slept for 18 hours. <laughs> like, how do you sleep? Hey, you're like, you're in a car. So that's not going to be comfortable. Yeah. Plus, like, the sunlight, I assume, is going to be hitting the car all yeah. day. Um, so, I don't know how they... And they're, like, in a panic mode both, as well. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how they slept for 18 hours. And both of them are, like, up at the same time as well, which is pretty rare for 18 yeah. hours sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that either of them yeah. will sleep for 18 hours. It's like, oh, Bobby's going to be pissed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they go, they need to call Red and to find a payphone. Um, but Saul doesn't know his number. Um, and Dale's car won't start because the battery is dead. It's like, what do you mean the battery's dead? It's like, it's dead. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, I don't know how to explain to you it's different. It's dead. It ceases to live. Um, but they fell asleep um, because they listened to talkback radio. He goes, the talkback radio, it's like, it's like, it's so boring. It's like the car committed suicide. It's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're going to walk back to the road um, and hitchhike. Um, so we have a cute little montage of the boys in the woods um, walking through and they're getting high with a caterpillar <laughs> like they're just holding it up and blowing smoke in its face um, and they're sword fighting with sticks um, and they're playing leapfrog yeah. across each other like even <laughs> their like, lives are on the line and these girlfriends lives yeah. on the line they just still have time to do leapfrogging <laughs> and smoking weed with caterpillars yeah. Um, then the next scene is them hitchhiking and the first thing you see mm-hmm. is uh, Saul with like his thumb out of his pants he's like hey it looks like mm. my thumb is my cock <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then they ended up getting on the back of some boat that t- takes them to Red's yeah. house uh, and then uh, they're just hanging out the back and then when they get off he goes thanks for the smooth sailing Sharid <laughs> yeah I got that too <laughs> uh, so they go into Red's house um, and as they're coming in they're Red's like checking out to see who it is. Um, and Dale doesn't want him to know like his full name, but Saul ends up saying, oh, it's Dale Denton, man. <laughs> Just yeah. ruins it. Uh, and there's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, ch- we're chilling. We were just camping in the woods. Um, they see that Red's lips busted. Yeah. And they're like, why are you crying? He's like, oh, I've got a cold sore and I've never, I've never had one before. So I was crying. He's like, oh, Saul goes, oh, fuck. What does that mean? Herpes? He's like, yes. Yes, it means I've got herpes. <laughs> um, no, wait. Just before yeah. that, I wanted to add, he's like, what have you been up to? He's like, I've been trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like bouncing the ball. I've been up in here trying to get a motherfucking yeah. scholarship. <laughs> um, uh, and he's like, oh, bro. I said, talk about herpes. He's like, oh, bro, you know how many joints we've shared? Um, he's like, and herpes is for life, bro. <laughs> just a lot of back and forth with herpes. Uh, and then, he goes, maybe it's from the time you had the lollipop out of the stripper snatch. He goes, yeah, but what did you do? You had to box nerds out of her butthole. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you, sh- you shouldn't have done. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um, he sees that he's got like a piece of cake. He's like, can I have a piece of cake? He's like, no. Uh, today's my cat's birthday. He's like, oh, I want to see a cat. He's like, no, because he died three months ago. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah. Uh, he said, maybe he went to, sorry, right, maybe uh, he probably went to heaven. He goes, maybe he went to heaven. He was a little fucker, so maybe he went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and they start to ask about Ted because he says, like, Dale's a process servant. He's like, no, process mm-hmm. server. <laughs> um, but Dale is being <laughs> a lot more shady than Saul. And Saul's just, like, spilling the beans. Yeah. He feels, like, pretty safe around Red. Um, yeah. And he's like, I don't know why you don't trust. Uh, I said here, in reality, that makes you a dumbass. I'm not sure. I missed a line. No, he goes, like, because uh, I think Dale wants to tell him the whole mm. story. Who's been secret things? Like, it's like, why not? Don't you think I can handle danger? It's like, um, like I lived in danger, whatever. Goes and he goes, look at this. Um, and he shows these uh, armpits, yeah. and it's got no hair in it. He goes, there's no air under there. It makes it more dynamic for when I get into fights. Uh, but it's like, yeah, he's making you look like a real idiot yeah. or whatever um, that you said. Uh, um, yeah. So it says that no one asked about the weed, and uh, yeah. then Dale's like said, oh, it's all right then. It's all good. And um, yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, did anyone call about? Or asking for so it's like uh huh yeah is that is that uh huh or uh huh it's like I say uh huh <laughs> uh, so then I really know what he's saying um, and he's like come on man we had a crazy night in the woods but we're all good he's like when do you get that bong out that I got you in Tel Aviv he's like yeah bong mitzvah <laughs> <laughs> and he's like come on man why don't you chill he's like I am chill he's like I'm wearing a kimono dog what are you wearing I'm wearing a suit <laughs> see I don't, I don't know what it is between you we two he goes um, but I don't like you he's like. Well, you're lost because I'm a great friend. <laughs> um, yeah. He says he's going to use the phone to call his wife. Um, and apparently there's a photo of these two and the person that plays his wife is Stormy Daniels. I'm not sure who's Stormy oh, Daniels. I've cool. heard the name before, but I'm not. Uh, she's a porn star and that's the one that like said that Trump was talking to her or Trump, oh, Trump fucked she the, her or something. Is she the porn star in 40-Year-Old Virgin in the, uh, in the uh, when he's watching the porn about like space balls or something like that it's gonna be a dangerous tweet here michael but i'm going for it <laughs> going for <a> oh. <laughs> yeah um anyway so dale grabs the phone uh so uh he says dale grabs the phone from him and said bullshit no it's bullshit you're you're making it all up and he gets really paranoid so um red storms off grabs the ashtray and throws it at dale's head just <laughs> bloody brutal um yeah and Saul's like, what's going on, man? And he slaps Saul and spits on him. He goes, ah, oh, herpes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts hitting him and the fight breaks out here. Uh, he's like, you brought mm-hmm. the devil into my house. He goes, are you on meth again? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, meanwhile, Dale's got the phone and he grabs it and puts it in the toilet. It's like, flush, <laughs> puts it down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he comes back and jumps on Red's back as he's fighting with Saul. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's... He goes, he runs off, breaks away, goes into the toilet and grabs the phone out, uh, says he's going to call Ted, to try to call Ted. Um, yeah. And then they break through the door together and it knocks over Red and like slams him into the sink as like a massive Yeah, he smashes his, <laughs> smashes his head open into the sink. Like, surely that knocks him out. It's brutal. I love, as a bit of a fact that comes up later, but yeah, I just love how he's like indestructible Red in this movie. It's so yeah. good. Yeah yeah true good point um he calls for a timeout and they go all right, all right cool timeout he goes time in and just like starts <laughs> trying to beat the shit out of him again yeah um and Saul grabs red and uh they're back in the living room and he like flips over flip flips flips Saul over his back uh over onto the bar mm-hmm. sorry um and he grabs Dale and Dale's sort of like holding onto the counter he's like ass punching him <laughs> as he's doing yeah he just starts punching him in the <laughs> he's ass he's got nothing yeah. else so stop ass punching yeah. me. Um, yeah. And then Saul comes from behind and said, this ends now. And like smashes him on his, smashes a bong on his head. Now, Danny McBride had his head cracked open on set 
because Franco hit him over the head with a bong and they didn't swap out the fake one. So Oh, no. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So there's actually one more inch. Oh, and then also in this scene, Seth Rogen broke his finger in this fight scene. So there was that three injuries to like the three guys uh, throughout this movie. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, like that doesn't knock him out yet, but he's sort of up and dazed. Mm. And then I think that's when Seth gets up. He goes, this ends now. And like rams him up against the oh, wall. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then knocks him out. Yeah. But I like how we... um. He hits Dale over and he like drops his head into a kitty litter tray. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's shit in there. So I think his cat is still yeah. <laughs> hanging around. Um, but the next scene, he's sort of red's tied up and they just tied him up in heaps of... It's not masking tape, but it's, it's that like, other yeah, type of tape. more duct tape or something like that. I don't know. Duct yeah. tape, that's it. 100% duct tape. Um, he's all tied up in a chair together and they're talking about whether they're capable of murder. It's like, I don't think I'm capable of murder. It's like, what if we convince him to kill himself? Yeah. <laughs> um, but they wake him up and they're using a cactus as like a torture, like a weapon, yeah. like saying, if you get up, we're going we're gonna to cactus you. Um, and they ask him to tell us everything that they know. He goes, I'm going to flex out here and break out. And he tries to flex and he can't do yeah. it. Um, and said, so Red um, tells them that Ted knows that they saw him witness the murder and they're going to send two guys over here um, to kill them all. There's a lot of recapping um, in this said, movie as well, like where they're telling yeah. people what they know and everything. Yeah, it's like recapping for everyone else. Yeah. They know they're up. Um, and um, they have Carol on the payroll, who's the female cop. Yeah. Um, and he's super connected and has a cool hideout and shit. Um, and he's at a drug war with the Asians. And he goes, what Asians? It's like technically Indian, Indian Asians. <laughs> like, you know, the Asians, the Chinese or Vietnamese, you know, the little Asian yeah. people. <laughs> he goes, yeah, um, no, says Chinese or Korean. And then Saul goes, oh, yeah. Viet Cong? um but budlovsky and matheson start knocking at the door um and red goes you know i've been a shitty friend you guys go out the back um and as the boys start um running away um matheson and uh budlovsky come he's like it's dale denton and saw the one at the back (laughs) like the first thing he says so they come in you can catch me if you run go 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 um so they're running away in a back alley and saul hides in a dumpster um and then Dale realizes that um, they're going to go to his apartment and find Angie's info and go to her house yeah. and kidnap her and her family. And it's like, Saul goes, oh, I think we should stay here. It's like, why? It's like, I'm in the dumpster already. Um, <laughs> but then he agrees the to go with or the trailer yeah, for this. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic one. <laughs> um, but yeah, they agree. Um, and they, they're running away to what is, um, I think it's Angie's house yeah. later on. Yeah. So back at Red's house and uh, Bodlovsky's saying that they couldn't get the guys and Matheson's mm-hmm. talking to Ted. Um, he's asking Red what he knows. He says, like, it's the last last chance you've got. Um, he said, man, I've told you everything. And he's like uh, asking if either of them was Asians. He goes, oh, I think, I'm not sure. They're both Caucasian. Dale might have been a Jew. I'm not sure. <laughs> Ted's <laughs> yeah. might have been a Jew. I, I, don't, I don't judge people on those things. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, got it. Dale Denton, not Asian. Okay, kill Red. He's like, he's <laughs> yeah. like, come on, guys. You're in my house with your shoes on. He goes, Matheson, you got British knights on. I ain't seen nobody wearing them since 1987. <laughs> <laughs> he just shoot, and then he shoots him straight in the stomach, and he just makes a noise like, oh, like as, <laughs> as he shoots him too. Um, and Budlovsky's really pissed off. He's like, won't you? It's like a little fucking discretion would have been, uh, would have been nice. He goes. You used to not give a fuck about discretion. I've seen you pull somebody's jaw bone off. I've seen that. And he goes, I see that. You was yeah. ruthless. He goes, what the fuck, man? You shot me in the stomach. <laughs> and then Budlovsky shoots Red again and looks yeah, like he's like, dead. 
you guys shot me in the stomach. I'm probably I'm gonna yeah. die now, probably. <laughs> um, and this is actually another tweet from Rogan. So the first time that uh, he would that he was shot when he was tied up in his apartment, uh, he was meant to die. Like that was meant to be the end of Red. But Danny yeah. McBride was so funny that they just thought they need to bring him back to life. So <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, that adds to it that he's like pretty much indestructible yeah. by the end. Let's just actually a comic. Really good shave my pits. I um, think it really works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Um, so they're at Ted's house and Ted's, Ted is talking to Carol. Um, and they sort of recap saying it is with a, it's the dude soul and he's with a guy named Dale. Um, and he asks if it's got to do with the guy that got shot. Um, they go, they said something about the casino and he says, she says that Asians own the casino and they think he's working with the Asians. Um, and they think they hired Dale Denton as a hitman yeah. to get back at them for shooting the guy at the start of the movie. Um, and he wants to know everything about, it's like, get me everything about this Dale Denton. Yeah. And you have uh, Ken Jong and oh, blanking on the other guy's name. Um, he was in an episode of the league. That's how I remember him as like a yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's a big podcaster. Yeah. Um, oh, he's a really funny. So before while you're looking that up, um, yeah, there's a fact here. So Rosie Perez, who plays Carol, the lady cop, convinced the director to cut most of her dialogue out, telling him it would make her character's uh, crooked side more effective and ultimately more mysterious. Which I think does work to a degree. Uh, I don't think it's yeah. like as big of a well, thing. Well, she doesn't need too much of, vac- of a backstory. Like, there's no point. You can just be a crooked cop. Yeah. Uh, but it's Bo- Bobby Lee. Bobby course. Lee, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's him and Ken Jong are the, um, I guess, the Asian mafia yeah. um, in this side of the movie. And they're just, beca- they're just called Bobby and Ken yeah. um, in their credits That's as good. well. Uh, yeah. And then as they're, li- uh, yeah, so they're listening into the conversation and then he pauses the track and he just says something in uh, I don't know what language it was and just sometimes just say I think it's Korean I need yeah. to shit <laughs> <laughs> reckon they just, you reckon they added that just over the top yeah. and they're like come on guys um, uh, so the boys are on the run uh, he says he needs yeah. to go to Angie he's asking uh, but Saul's asking about his bubby but he sort of brushes it off and the boys are just sort of running out and sort of getting away uh, until they get to Angie's house uh, and we see Angie and her parents and the dad's not wanting to wait for it. Um, Dale is pretty pissed off uh, but the ladies want to wait till he comes uh, and then the boys yeah. arrive at the front of the house and Dale says that he needs to go in alone um, and Saul was like wants to meet Angie just so just so sweet and wholesome but he still <laughs> wants to meet her um, says for him to wait out the front and keep guard um, and uh Dale walks in and he realizes that it's dinner and he's just like filthy and dirty. It's like saying hi to yeah. hi to her parents. You could tell he's just completely stoned as well. Um, they're asking him what happens. He's like, "You're all dirty and bleeding." He goes, "No, I'm not. I'm here for dinner." <laughs> <It is, laughs> Doesn't make any it's like, sense. It's like, dude, you smell like. It's like, dude, you smell like yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, the dad's really pissed off yeah. about like. It's like, where where he goes? He says he's in the woods bird watching. Yeah. Um, that's what he was doing all day. Uh, but he comes clean and he says that he witnessed a murder and he thinks they're following him and he thinks they're all coming to the house and they're all in danger. Yeah. And he goes, why don't you call the police? It's like, I can't call the police because the police were the ones that murdered the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mum and dad, like the dad's like really angry yeah. about it. Like he was angry the whole time. Yeah. The dad's good. I was going to say, he was close to an MVP for me as well if there wasn't so many other good. He just, everything yeah. he says is spot on in this one. He's been in a few things as well. Um, yeah, Ed Bagley, Ed Bagley Jr. Yeah. I remember he was in um, The Office right at the end oh, okay. um, as Aaron's 
dad like the last episode um but yeah he's been in a lot of stuff like a lot of bits and pieces and he's always very good yeah um, um ed bagley jr that's right anyway so dale's trying to like get him out um so we need to go now and then uh dad goes are you high and his mum goes you are high as a fucking kite <laughs> <laughs> um He's like, that's it. I'm coming back. And you know what I'm coming back with? But a gun. So you better you better get out of here. He's like, what? No. Why would you bear arms? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Dale sort of wants them to go with him to like get out of the house. Yeah. Um, at this. Yeah. Uh, yeah so you go. I, I just want to mention Saul. Yeah. Saul's out the front. Um, and he's eating a fruit roll-up and he's sort of bitten the eyes and the mouth out. So he's made, made a bit of a mask um, with the fruit roll-ups. But I like it the earlier in the movie, they said, get the weed and the fruit yeah. roll-ups. Um, <laughs> so you can see they're still chewing those on. But yeah, Matheson and Budlovsky uh, show up to Angie's house. So it keeps going like, they're always right yeah, in like, yeah. their next moves or like what uh, Ted and that are going to be doing. Yeah. Um, but you see that Matheson come out of the car like, this is so exciting. Is and he's so like exciting. clapping his hands together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're asking him to leave uh, and uh, they're getting into the car. Um, oh, sorry. No, they asked. Sorry. No, I jumped ahead. Asking him to leave. And then yeah. Saul comes in the house and Angie freaks out and stabs him in the shoulder with a fork. And they're like, he's a drug dealer. Like, no, he's not a drug dealer. He's my pot dealer. And <laughs> yeah. Freaked out. And then dad comes through with the gun and starts shooting him and shooting up the house. Um, he yeah. goes, and he goes, you assholes do exactly as I say, or I'll fuck you in the street. He goes, don't fuck us anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Matheson and Budlovsky hear the gunshots and they start to enter into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're already out of the house and they're very close as well. So they didn't really go do a good job to go to the garage, yeah. like to set, check if they're there. Um, Matheson sees the food and it's still warm and he just puts his hands in the rice and macaroni. It's just so, such a weird scene, but it's always stuck with me. But it's like, yeah, it's still warm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, the guys get in the car and they're like, yes, we're going. He goes, get the fuck out of my car. I didn't even think you'd, I can't believe you think that would be an option. <laughs> He's like, no, no, that's yeah. fair enough. And he goes, uh, go to a hotel, use a fake name, Garagely. So <laughs> just <laughs> the yeah. worst fake name. Uh, says that he'll keep themselves safe. And then the dad just goes, fuck off, loser. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, Angie, you're a fucking idiot. But I say that with yeah. love. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, then they, the family drive off and the boys run away. I'm like, couldn't they have fucked up Matheson's car a little bit? Like we're yeah, not going. Easily. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he goes to uh, Ted and Carol back at Ted's house. And Carol said that they triangulated their phone signal in the woods and it took them an hour to find the phone. <laughs> so like everything they're doing is they're working. On, yeah, they're on point. Uh, um, and they found Denton's car and he had a bunch of disguises with him. So they think he's like a professional hitman yep. um, and he's really good at his job. So it all works together. Um, and Ted wants to call the Asians and he calls um, Chung, who's the head of the Asian drug gang. Um, and he goes, Ted thinks he sent a... Ha- um, a hitman last night because he blew out the guy's brains as we mentioned um now this dale denton guy's here is like stop or you're going to be asking for war mm-hmm. um ted loses it and he says he's going to come at the asians with everything he's got um and he sort of hangs up the phone and he goes carol said that um he looks dumb and that yeah. made him look weak um and it, they're gonna the asians are gonna strike now with full force and then it zooms into the picture of the guy that got shot. And he was going to be my hippet because he yeah. a, like, I like how they zoomed into his little yeah, face yeah. in a frame. Um, but I couldn't find him. So he's my glance ah, back nice. for this movie. Very good. So uh, um, what's his name's brother? Asian brother? Do I just write that? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like Ken's brother yeah, or Ken's Bobby's brother. Bro- Ken slash Bobby's brother. Yep. I'm not sure whose brother it is. Yeah, that works. Um, all right. So next we're on to uh, the boy smoking in like a tree and um, says yeah. he's like the coolest drug dealer that he's ever had. And Saul's like really appreciative <laughs> of that. Um, he says like he's the first guy that he's become friends with uh, through selling drugs. Um, he's like, you know how they say, don't dip the pen in the company ink. I'm glad I dipped my pen in your ink. <laughs> like Saul's like really loving it. Um, mm-hmm. And he says that they need to leave and Saul's like still trying to like mention, he's like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy that I dipped my pen in your ink. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like I get it. Well, <laughs> he's, he wants to hear Dale say that you're my friend as right. well. Like that's what he's looking yeah. for. Yeah. Um, and says that they only, he's like, we need to go, but uh, says they've only got like 50 bucks. Um, he's got, but we got like a, he goes, what about your sack? He goes, oh man, it's killing me. I think I popped one. He's like, no, he's <laughs> like, no, the weed. He's like, we could sell weed and, uh, and get some money out of like get some money out of it. And like, ah, oh, yeah. Good thinking. Yeah. Um, and they go over and start. Yeah. So they got to sell the drugs yeah. to get bus tickets. So they go over to a bunch of kids. Um, it's like, the kid's like, what do you want? It's like, do you guys want to buy some chronic? <laughs> Um, so it's just like this uh, montage of them selling weed to the kids. It's like, it's called pineapple. It's like, actually, um, don't tell what it's called. It's like, they call it banana boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they call it the weed. Uh, but they tell the kids that it's a gateway, gateway drug. It's like, we don't fuck around. Yeah, that kid's really, like, kids got, the kid's really like aggressive and very like full on. Well, he's got this like New York, Boston accent. Mm. Like, I'm not sure where the movie's supposed to be. Uh, but then he calls the kid Chachi yeah. um, from like Happy Days. He does look like a happy, I think that, I hope that's uh, improvised. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's got them um, getting high and dancing around and setting off some firecrackers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of that, um, Saul says he's going to get some celebratory slushies um, and burritos um, <laughs> after they get it. Yeah, so it, um, yeah, it comes through, uh, coming up as well. So like, um, the, some cop rocks up as uh, Dale's there by himself smoking weed and she's like holding up pepper spray yeah. to Dale. Um, and she's been like the enforcement officer. She's the cop in... She was the, the impound lady. She was the cop in Hangover. And now she's the cop in this as well. Yeah. So she's really yeah. typecast. Yeah. Very similar like yep. character to yeah. every time. She does it really yeah. well. Um, yeah. So she's like, don't you fucking move. This shit hurts. <laughs> um, he's like, he's like, what is that? He goes, it's a reed. It's a, it's a joint. And he's like, I've got horrible anorexia. Yeah. So I needed to get my appetite. Um and says that she knows it sold her sold to the students and that she's a liaison mm-hmm. officer for the school. And he goes, I saw kids yeah. walking out of here with eyes as red as a devil's dick, <laughs> which I definitely use that That's line. Such a good line. <laughs> yeah. Such That's a good a line. Um, and she's like feeling him up and he's like really weird about it. And Saul sees him getting yeah. arrested and sort of hides and watches on. Um, uh, she looks up his name and says that he's wanted for a felony hit and run, which does make sense yeah. like they're not really putting any extras yeah. on that I like she, yeah she runs his name it's got like Seth it's probably Seth Rogen's actual ID photo yeah. she's like ooh big sexy with glasses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so us, and then she says she wants an update on Dale Denton and Carol hears mm. the call um, and asks yeah. for her location um, and then at that time he's also telling her about the incident that he witnessed Ted Jones and the lady cop and she's actually yeah. like listening and like taking on board and she goes oh i think i know who that bitch was <laughs> he's like yes yeah. i want to help you find that bitch <laughs> yeah but um soul thinks this is the lady cop he's talking about from before that's right. yeah so that's why you're like yeah. it yeah, ties in really well him. they did a good job yeah 
So yeah, she believes him and she's going to get to the bottom of it. Um, but in that time, Seth, uh, Saul runs past and she hits him and the smoothie goes all over the windshield and looks like blood. Um, and she gets out of the car to see what it was and Saul jumps in and starts driving off. Um, and then we start a police chase with um, Carol and Saul driving. Um, and like, Saul's like, I'm going to, uh, like, jumped in to save you, man. It's like, no, you're new. Like, she would have helped with yep. everything. So, um, keep saying Seth. Um, Dale's pissed. Dale's angry about that. But yeah, they're having a big um, chase scene. Saul kicks in the window and he gets his leg stuck. It's like, oh, I think I pulled my groin. <laughs> um, but then they end up driving through some sort of park and they do this big jump out of there. And Saul says, like, I got an idea. And he just stops. <laughs> and he thought, like, she was going to yeah. keep going. <laughs> Um, but surely surely she would have got him like shot him at that point Um, but then they drive off again and she shoots some random in the um, car park sorry Um, (laughs) sorry yeah Um, and then she ends up getting stuck and hits into a car and goes flying Um, and then yeah they drop the car off somewhere and um, Saul forgets about Dale in the back seat he can't get out obviously in the cop car and then when he opens up, he tells him to get the uh, cuff keys as well, yeah. uh, which is good. Um, the next one's Ted and Carol uh, <laughs> chatting sort of about what happened. She's like, we need to kill them tonight. Um, says that, and he's like, don't worry, we'll get them and you'll be taken care of. So he's uh, got her on the payroll, yeah. obviously. He said, we're going to go to the farm. We're going to move the shipment. And then tomorrow we're going to kill Dale, Saul and the Asians. And then it just goes, yep. so smile. And then she's like, and it just starts punching him in the arm. Like, it just feels like it's like, yeah. they're not even recording at this time. He's like, come on, say something in Spanish, <laughs> say something in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, it's like cute couple play yeah. fighting. Yeah. Uh, so he's calling Angie uh, now and he's asking for the garage lead room and it actually works. So he picks up the phone. Um, she's like really pissed off about the situation and his addiction to marijuana. He's like, Hey, you can't be addicted to marijuana. I use that a bong. It filters out all the addictive shit. <laughs> um, and he's like, come on, this happens to every couple. It's like, <laughs> all this happens to every couple. It's the biggest load of shit. Um, and she's like, uh, she's like, it's over. And he's like, well, it's okay. It had to happen anyway. You were going to go off to college and blow a bunch of dudes and become a lesbian. <laughs> um, says that he always cared about her. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, what she's like? Why do you act? Uh, why do you act like you don't care about anything? He goes because I'm high. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, she just basically says, "Call me when um, call me once I can leave." Basically, and hangs up the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I scrolled down too far to see how long we've got left, yeah. <laughs> and now I don't know where I am. I oh, I'll do this one. So um, you yeah. lost. Uh. So he's uh, and at this time, he's Saul's calling his bubby. And he's like, oh, yeah. you you lost it playing Big Whist? You pimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she seems really cool. Yeah. Um, and we find out she's really cool later on and he apologizes for like the clocks. Yeah. Um, so go that. But yeah, after the call with Angie, um, D- uh, Dale's really pissed off, like in a bad mood. And Saul goes, first things first, um, you know, we have to start getting high and start sliding our pipe. And Dale gets angry at Saul, says they're not functional when they're high. Um, and he says he didn't save him the car. She was going to help me um, get through all this shit. Um, he goes, only reason, uh, Saul says the only reason he's selling weed is to put his bubby in a nice retirement home. And when she dies, he's going to become a civil engineer. He goes, make septic tanks for playgrounds, help kids take shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and Dale says that he's going to be on the radio and goes, um, yeah, like that's his final plan is to get on talk radio. Um, and Dale calls Saul an asshole. He goes, no, I'm actually a nice guy. Um, mm. And then like they have a fight. It's like, when you were cold, I clothed you. And <laughs> sort of the boys fighting with each other. Um, and he gets really angry that he says, uh, he didn't say he was his friend in the park. And he goes, the only reason I know you because you're my drug dealer. I buy drugs from you. Um, but yeah, the boys have a giant fight and Saul goes off and be- or gets angry and he throws him um, some money and he goes, um, have a nice last meal. And he throws him a bit of loose change after <laughs> that. He goes, super, super size it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they walk away. I like how he goes, he said like, I wish I never met you. He's like, oh, that's not really nice. He goes, no, nah, monkey's out of the bottle now, man. Pandora doesn't go back in the box. He only goes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're walking away and Dale sort of asks him to come back, but he's not listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. this is sort of like a bit of a montage. Dale picks up um, an I love you toy and Saul's at like a bus stop and they're just sort of like looking aimlessly. Uh, Dale's like aimless in the sand and Saul's like crying eating a burger on a swing in a child's playground. Some random mm-hmm. girl's like look watching him do it. It's just a bit weird. Yeah, some like girl that looks like Velma from uh, Scooby-Doo mm, is call. just looking at him eat, eating a sandwich like through a chain link yeah. fence and he's crying. Like that's the saddest I've ever seen anyone eat yeah. a burger. <laughs> like, you can't be sadder than that eating no. a burger. Uh, so Dale's calling Angie again and he's crying and you can tell he's putting it on as mm-hmm. well and says that he loves her and he'll make anything to do at work and she buys straight into it and says I love you like they both say I love you to each other but he's like really disingenuous about it um, and then she says I want to marry I was like I just when I get out of this I just want to marry you he's like oh I made a mistake <laughs> um, he's like I just realised that if you want to take me back um, clearly you're just too immature um and I shouldn't be with you. He's like, she's like, what do you mean I'm immature? I lost my virginity when I was 14. I was like, it's whatever. <laughs> and uh, how many yeah. girls have you even slept with? He's like, two, two and a half. He's like, what does a half, what does a half mean? He's like, I don't know, it was the tip or the balls. I just remember saying, this doesn't <laughs> yeah, count. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I thought he said, I dipped my, uh, you might be right, but I thought he said, I dipped my balls could in. Have been, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> no, nah, I think you're probably right. Because I don't know, whatever, I was drunk. Yeah. I don't think it counted. <laughs> um, and says to get her out of the hotel room. He's like, okay, that's the last you're ever going to hear of me. And she just doesn't buy into it and hangs up the mm. phone. Um, but he looks yeah. up uh, Bubby's number um, in the book, like her actual name, because he late, yeah. he said, I think Saul said earlier what her last name was when he said she's got a different last name to me. So he's actually yeah, taking yeah. that on board. Yeah. Um, so they're at Bubby's um, retirement home. I don't know if... We- <laughs> I think you wrote Bubbles retirement yeah, home on the left yeah. here, Michael. Autocorrect, got me. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good autocorrect. Um, but Matheson and Bublovsky are playing dominoes um, with Bubby, and she's like, she's got, she's got really good banter. Mm, she does, old Bubby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she doesn't really know what's going on, and she's asking for her grandson. Um, and they're like, oh, can we call you Faye? She's like, yeah, you can call me Faye, but I'm going to call you Stinker. <laughs> she says that to Bublovsky, um, and Saul comes in, and they start chasing after him. Um, and Saul smashes a coffee pot over Matheson's face, um, but Budlowski tackles him, and you presume to take him away. Um, and Dale gets there, but there's all these cops there taking notes, and you can see the cop um, smelling the weed, and he um, sort of takes all the yeah, weed. Uh, so um, before and- that, Matheson's just innocently crying on the ground oh. when he got hit by the coffee oh. pot. Like, he's not <laughs> yeah. being tough about That's it. a big scene, man. That's going to fuck up your yeah, face. <laughs> and it does. Um, and then the grandma's talking, like taking a note from this cop and the cop's got like this mole on his face. 
um, and she goes to clean off the cop's face. Um, it's like, oh, I'll clean that. He's like, oh no, that's, that's a mole, man. Um, and he's like, but, but I see like the guy's laughing too. Yeah. Um, and that's why he was my hibbit. So David McDivitt. David McDivitt is a hibbit. Yeah, David McDivitt is a hibbit. Um, but I think like that looks like it was improvised. It's either improvised or he's a bad actor yeah. <laughs> um, because he was like losing it mid scene. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, so David McDivitt um, is my hibbit for this one. Cop, cop with a mole. Cop with mole, uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> They're not mucking no. around. Uh, so the next scene is at a farm and it's a non-red mm-hmm. barn, I wrote. Uh, so I wasn't sure if it was yeah, a barn. Yeah, good call. Um, it doesn't no, count it doesn't then. Count. No. <laughs> so Saul's in, the, Saul's in the back of the car in the van and Budlovsky grabs him and Matheson just runs straight up to him and punches him in the balls and Budlovsky's like trying to hold him back. And he's like, come on, man. I look like the hamburger and the elephant man. And then you just see Saul in the background go, looks like someone fucked you up with a coffee pot, man. <laughs> um, he's like, come on, be professional. He's like, professional on this, bitch. Oh, sorry, that was Saul. He goes, professional on this, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can see there's a lot of tension between Mud- Matheson and Budlovsky. Almost said Mudlovsky there. Yeah. Um, it's close. And uh, they said they take him down the hatch. Um, yeah. Uh, they, so they do take him down the hatch. And uh, no, and then Matheson go. I want to add... I wanted to add that Saul goes like, what's down there, Rancor? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, in our Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Ah. Um, that's like when um, Luke Skywalker has to fight that big beast when he gets taken by Jabba's, yeah. um, Jabba the Hutt's people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I really like that line. Um, Matheson goes, I might act tough, but I got feelings. And you hurt damn near every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't yeah. over. Uh, and then Matheson, I love this, this interaction. Matheson goes to Saul, you know you're going to die, right? And he goes, yeah. And Matheson yeah. goes, I'm going to kill the fuck out of you. I hope you really <laughs> enjoy these last 17 minutes of your life. Because when Ted gets here, he's going to be like, kill that motherfucker. Kill that motherfucking ass. And then he's trying to go down the hatch. He goes, watch your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we go down the hatch um, and it's a massive grow house of marijuana um, and it's that like military base from the start of the movie Um, and uh, Saul's looking through and he knows all the strains of marijuana like that's the OG Kush, that's that. Purple Nurple. Yeah, and he's really enjoying the room and they throw him in that same, I assume it's the same interrogation room as the start of the movie. Um, Dale goes to Red's house and he finds him dying in a bathtub and he's still got his like neck brace yeah. on uh, from the movie um, he says that he comes in peace and I like how there's a pot of uh, there's like a bowl of noodles yeah. on the toilet <laughs> so like he had time to make himself noodles like oh, I'm very hungry I'm dying um, but I want some noodles and he says that he can uh, call 911 and save his life uh, but he doesn't want to do that and he says he's um, going to go find Ted and save Sol um and he calls Sol a great friend and a good guy. And he says that he's wronged him and he sort of want to, wants to make up for it. Um, and then they're, set, they're talking about sort of he's going to come back. He's talking about he's into Buddhism. Um, and he goes, um, he's going to come back. He's like, if you're a dick your whole life, um, your life, um, you're going to come back as a... If you're a bad person, you come back as a cockroach. He said, like, I'm like a hermit sort crab of, oh, yeah. uh, going from one shell to oh, the yeah, next. Yeah. He goes, yeah, but if you're a dick, yeah. your next shell's going to be made of shit. <laughs> oh, that's it. Um, he goes, if you're a bad person, you're going to come back as a cockroach or something else or an anal bead. Yeah. Um, if you're a good person, you're going to be a dragon. You're going to be Jude Law. 
He goes, which do you want to be? He goes, maybe an anal, anal bead, depending who it belongs to. He goes, Dale's like, it belongs to me. It's like, oh, then a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, come on, we can use the pain so we can get back at Ted. And then Red's like, uh, grabs his hand. Um, yeah. So there's guns, they're like grabbing guns in the wall. Uh, and he goes, Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. And he like cocks the gun. He's like, dog life. Um, so yeah. the melon farmers is actually a... Uh, a reference to like a common network television practice of dubbing over swear words for like less objectionable words. So even if the words doesn't really make sense of the context, so melon farmers is used most uh, for motherfuckers. Um, ah, so die, very so cool. the diehard film franchise, um, Yippie motherfucker became Yippie melon farmer. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like I was listening to um, the Always Sunny podcast and they were talking about mm. that. Um, die hard moment and they listen to it again and it sounds like someone else voice voice that melon farmers oh. part two like it's a whole different voice than um bruce willis yeah. um but yeah there it's like a preparation montage scene here and he drops uh bullets on the floor and red goes uh can you clean those up i don't know run of those with a vacuum cleaner and shoot my face <laughs> off um and he's got a little gun and he goes i, I use this little gun when i was a prostitute yeah. like a tiny gun and I like how they're like saying like what they're gonna do is like don't yeah, yeah. like they got their guns like don't don't or something He's something trying like to load that. the bullet into like the tip of the gun as well like going down center yeah. of the base. <laughs> <laughs> so we got no idea. Um, the boys are driving and they arrive at the farm uh, and so like a, he's, he's Red's like oh that's a that's a big hideout and he basically like backs yeah. out and shits himself. He goes come on man I got a wife she's gonna be out of jail soon I want to fuck her. <laughs> um, he goes fuck that this could be your moment. He's like. No, fuck that. This is your moment. This could be your moment. And just, yeah. he's like, drives off and he goes, legends never die, dude. Which, I re- it's got to be for the Sandlot kids, that reference, surely. Yeah, well, that's how I know yeah. it from too. Yeah. Um, so they're in the farm and Dale rocks up and he holds a guy hostage, which we find out is Pete. And Pete's my other hibbert mm-hmm. for this one. That's another good one. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's a, yeah, Pete, I'll just like how they build up Pete in this. He's like, everybody be cool. <laughs> and he's like grabbing Pete and he's like holding him and everyone's, uh, Matheson's like trying to calm everyone down. And then Budlovsky just shoots Pete like in the stomach, mm. which is just a bit harsh. Um, and he's just like, oh, "Come on, man! I want to finish this off so I can go home for dinner." It's like I'm telling, With his I'm wife, telling yeah. Ted. <laughs> no, you guys, just if we say, we'll just say that Dale shot Pete. Yeah. And he goes, "I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling Ted." Yeah. Um, and then they take out, they take all of uh, Dale's weapons. He's like, "Oh, he's, he's like his arm." He's like, "Yeah, and I got another one in my in my back and in my shoe. I know you guys are gonna yeah. find it anyway." <laughs> Uh, so then they're at the interrogation room from earlier in the movie um, and they put uh, Dale in there and he comes in the room with Saul and Saul just doesn't even give a shit that Dale's there. Mm-hmm. Um, he, but Dale admits to being an asshole messing up. Said that he was in denial mm-hmm. but he's actually lucky to have a friend like him. He goes, mm-hmm. can we be BFFFs? He goes, best fucking friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says they're going to get out of here but Saul's like, nah, it's, we can't but that's okay. Um and then Madison comes in. He goes, "Hey, man, we can hear you outside, and it's really fucking annoying. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> it's like, do you know what the "shut the fuck up" means? Um, uh, so yeah. he leaves, and then they're trying to use his belt buckle to get like the um, get their handcuffs Break off. Break the tape. The tape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like grinding on each other in like different sex positions. And he's like, "I'm gonna save you, man. Yeah. I'm gonna save you. <laughs> You're my best friend. You're my best friend." So he's like whispering in his ear. He's like. Oh, I can't do it. All right, I'll finish it off with my mouth. And he's like trying to like grab it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Ted enters in. Uh, he's asking uh, where they are. And Bud, 
but uh, Budlovsky's explaining everything. Said he came in, he fucked up Matheson's face. It's gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then Dale Denton comes in like a madman and shoots Pete. He goes, he fucking shot Pete. He was ex-CIA. <laughs> uh, and then in the background, you can see night vision goggles on the Asian dudes and uh, they start mm-hmm. raiding the farm and you hear, no retreat, no surrender. And they uh, enter mm-hmm. into the, yeah, they're about to burst through. Yeah. Um, the boys are in the interrogation room and they got the tape off. So they managed to do that. And they're trying to come up with the plans. Like if I cop once, I take the lead. If I cough twice, you go. He goes, and Saul goes, sometimes I cough for real. Um, <laughs> And Matheson comes into the room and they both like just start coughing. Um, and Sol coughs for real and you can see him cover his mouth yeah. like politely yeah. as he's coughing. Yeah. Uh, breaks that they've got their handcuffs. So yeah, ruin that. Yeah. Um, um, but Matheson comes in and he sort of knows their plans. He's like, I heard you before. If you cuff once, you go cuff <laughs> twice, it's you. Um, but then uh, Dale charges him um, and Matheson shoots at him. Um, and angered um, Sal charges at Matheson um, and they start fighting because I'm going to tear your ass up um, but then he ends up getting the gun and shooting Matheson mm-hmm. and he's like I ain't never been shot before this yeah. hurts it's like damn this hurts I got glass in my ass <laughs> I got glass in my ass yeah the next thing the Asians are bursting through the um, barn and they're all in full tactical gear and it's like prepare yeah. to suck the cock of karma <laughs> and then like uh, Ken Jong's character Ken throws a knife to the neck and uh of one of the guys and there's just this big gunfight i wrote there's a lot of things going on yeah me too just a big yeah. shootout in the non in the non-barn uh, as we say and then there's an in- interrogate back in the interrogation room and dale yeah. wakes up and he's uh we see that he's just missing a piece of his ear that got shot off um and then matheson goes uh i'm not your friend <laughs> um and he's like trying to put the ear back on and it's just like falling off it was like really gross like, yeah it's great <laughs> And he's like tapping at it too, yeah, yeah. like every time it hurts. It's yeah. hurt. uh, and upstairs, yeah. the shooting is continued. And then we see that Ken uh, jumps down the hatch with a briefcase um, at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Bud Lofsky's gets shot in the leg as well. Yeah. Um, oh, no. I think this is Bobby Lee that jumps downstairs now. Ken jumps later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Because he's in. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the boys sort of are getting out of the room um, and they have um, Bob Lofsky's gun and then they just look to their left and they just see a bunch of AK-47s and all this ammo put together. It's like, oh, this is good. <laughs> um, and they just grab all the... And they have like a little like... Similar to um, like... I want to say a like a quick montage of them just like putting the guns yep. together and everything. Um, and they're walking through uh, the weed growing area um, and he asks, he's like, does my ear look cool or disgusting? It's like, it's pretty disgusting. I feel like I can yeah. smell it. Um, and then Saul takes some of the weed as well. Like it's he like puts it in his pocket. Parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the shootout starts downstairs as well. Um, in the hideout. Um, and they're out of bullets. Um, it's like, oh, like they're shooting out everywhere. And I think, um, one guy falls yeah. down and they don't know that it was uh, Bobby Lee's character yep. that shot him. He's like, how did that work? It's like, gravity? It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, was ricochet? it ricochet? Gravity? <laughs> gravity? Yeah. Uh, but they're all out of bullets. It's like, oh, it wasn't me. I was out of bullets. And they just look to their left again and there's more bullets as well. <laughs> just, no, just a fresh set of guns. Like, just hanging there nicely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go back upstairs and Ted said uh, he's going down and then he kisses the lady cop, Carol. Um, yeah. And then uh, Ted heads downstairs. 
then they decide that they're going to go through the vent, not go up because there's more bad guys up there. Um, so Saul go, he boosts Dal boosts Saul up, um, and he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, now get me up there." He's just like trying to grab him with his fingers and like pull him up. He's, Come on, man, pull me up. He's like just not helping him whatsoever. Yeah, he's uh, like, "Be taller, yeah, be stronger." <laughs> um, and then Ted shoots at Dale, so Saul uh, exit out. Um, mm-hmm. And Saul ends up getting all the way out onto the farm, and it looks like he's sort of deciding whether he goes back or whether he's going to leave. Yeah. Um, and then, like, yeah, Ted and Dale are shooting at each other, and they're sort of, he goes off to run. Um, and Bobby Lee's character jumps down on Seth. Um, Dale. about to stab him and shoot. <laughs> oh, Dale, sorry. I wrote down Seth. That's my fault. I apologize. Um, and Dale shoots him in the head. He goes, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ted's looking uh, around and he sees the Asians um, and uh, Dale does like a mad jump on uh, Ted. Like a wrestling, like top top yeah, bar, yeah. Um, yeah, top turn buckle jump down. And there's like yeah. a tussle back and forth. They're punching off. He does like a titty twister and then <laughs> he yeah. bites his ear and he didn't realize it had all the blood in it. And just like all bloody spitting mouth. out yeah. blood. Yeah. Um, and we go back up. There's, this one, there's a lot of upstairs and downstairs of this one. So I'll try to yeah. get it the best I can. So the lady cop gets shot. Um, and she shoots the Asian dude, but he goes down the hatch, which is Ken with yep. the briefcase. Um, yep. Saul comes, Saul comes running through with like a automatic gun. He goes, "Fuck the police!" I think it's an a- I think it's an yeah. AK. Yeah, but just runs and like, fuck the fuck police. Fuck the police! Just misses her completely and shoots all up and <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> uh, so she charges him, and uh, Saul's decked, and she's beating him up. Um, and then downstairs, mm-hmm. Ted and Dale are still punching on. Uh, I got the. Carol and Saul are continuing and Saul sort of gets the upper hand at this stage. Um, then Dale also gets the upper hand downstairs. Uh, Saul hits her Saul hits her back uh, with a two by four. And then um, mm-hmm. Budlovsky gets up with a gun and she's like saying, shoot Saul. And he's like, that's it. I've had enough. I'm hungry. I'm going home. Um, and then next mm-hmm. thing you see is Budlovsky gets shot and it's by Matheson. He goes, I knew you was going soft. Dinner's going to be cold tonight, asshole. <laughs> uh, and then his, uh, yeah, Saul goes, fucked up, man. He goes, this is from the, the intro. He's like, well, look at here, Mr. Folgers. Now, Mr. Folgers is just is a urban dictionary for someone that rocks up un- unexpectedly. So it makes sense. Well, I thought it was a reference to Folgers Coffee. Maybe, I'm not sure. <laughs> like that, That's their, so Folgers is a brand of instant coffee. Okay. Um, so it's like Nescafe. So I thought it was a reference to him maybe. smashing him over the head. Oh, true. Um, the yes, coffee pot. Maybe the Urban Dictionary came from this movie afterwards as like a definition of something maybe. that comes unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, he goes, yeah. you need to sit your sexy ass down and watch yourself get killed. <laughs> and then Red bursts uh, through the door with his car and he runs over mm-hmm. uh, Matheson's head and Matheson's like, ah! <laughs> Screaming. Yeah. And he gets out of the car and it's probably my favorite line. He goes, you just got killed by a day Lanos, motherfucker. <laughs> And he like shoots yeah. his foot he, with a <laughs> shotgun. He sh- he shoots the British knights yeah, yeah. with his shotgun. <laughs> true, true. I looked I looked them up. They look like globes. Oh, are like similar okay. to a globe. Like it's between like a globe and an Air Max yeah. and like a yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And a converse. It's not great. Um, he gets out and he said, uh, "I'm sorry, man. I forgot bros before hose," which just doesn't make any sense. And they just keep referencing it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Saul's upset, but uh. He's like, Dale said you had herpes, but you, and I said you did. So Dale said you didn't have herpes, but I said <laughs> yeah. you did. Um, but they're basically like, I love it. I love you. Like, I want to be inside you, Holmes. And then uh, mm-hmm. the Carol shoots right in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I'll, I'll take it off you, Mike. We've been going uh, for a yeah, while. I, I didn't <laughs> so realize where I could start. I was sort of like, I was just <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> it's a long yeah. scene. Um, so Dale and Ted are still fighting um, downstairs, and Ken Jong is setting up his bomb. Um, and Carol looks like she's gonna. Carol's gonna shoot Saul, and Saul's like ready to accept it. Um, and Ken jogs downstairs about to throw the bomb. He goes, hey, Ted, you Caucasian cocksucker, <laughs> you killed my brother. Suck my balls two times. <laughs> and then he throws the bomb downstairs. Um, Dale slaps um, Ted, very Will Smith-esque, yeah. <laughs> and then runs and hides into the bin. Um, and then Ted um, and his weed crop sort of go up in flames in the bomb. Um, and then sort of flames come out of the hatch as well, and it throws Saul across. Um, and it throws the Dewey Lanos again and it drops in on Carol. Yep. So the Dewey Lanos has a two kill count in this movie. <laughs> He's doing well for himself. Go the Lanos. Uh, so it's actually meant to yeah. be a Ford Explorer or Ford Focus, but Ford didn't want their car to be uh, made to do something with killing someone. So they're like, we're wrapped mm. that it actually worked out because it was so much funnier. <laughs> you got killed by a Dewey Lanos, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, there yeah, you go. Sorry. Here you go. So um, everything's burning up downstairs, and we see uh, Ted's mangled body. Yeah. Um, and Dale finally gets to serve. He's like, "Sorry, Ted, you've been served," <laughs> which was a little bit lame, but I think it was like I didn't mind it actually. Movie. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, but I was like, "Tell me, like, how high must he be getting downstairs oh, with all those weed <laughs> plants just going up in flames?" Um, but he goes upstairs, and his pants start burning, so he has to take them yeah. off. It just adds to an extra layer that he has to have his pants yeah. off. Um, and he grabs Saul and brings him out of the um, burning non-barn. Um, and he takes him outside and he's sort of hoping he's still alive and he starts coughing and he wakes up and then the non-barn explodes. Um, and then they see someone else coming out of the wreckage and it's red. Um, and he comes up to him and he's just like, I don't know he how he's goes, still alive. <laughs> hey. Um, and then he comes up to him and they say that it says they all saved each yeah. other. Um, and it's a very happy scene at the end. Um, and then a little bit later, must be later that mm. night or early the day, um, they're all in a diner together and Dale's doing his uh, fake radio show, just showing them what it'll sound like. Um, and like, it's like, we got to call her. And it's like, Saul calls, it's like, Dale Denton, you're my hero. <laughs> um, that's a bit, that's, maybe that's a bit of uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Ferris Bueller's day off with the, uh, Mm. Uh, Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, he puts the voice on too. Yeah. Um, but they say he sounds really good and say they'll listen to it if he was on. Um, and then they're just talking about how they're all friends. Uh, they're now best yeah. friends. He's like, I didn't like you at first, but you know now we're all best friends. <laughs> and they're going to get one of those uh, heart best yeah. friend chains and they have to make it into three. Yeah. Um, and then they all agree about how much of a good fight it was yeah. like at his house. It's like, when you threw that ashtray, I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny actually when you hit him in the head. I like how this is uh this is completely improvised as well. So this actually scene wasn't meant to yeah. be in the movie, but they just improvised this whole uh diner scene, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, oh you guys were in a car chase? That's pretty cool. <laughs> like what happened there? Uh and they're like, um Yeah, they're just sort of recapping the movie and like different scenes and what happens. Mm. Uh and he goes, uh, Saul goes, Now I never want to kill anybody else ever again. Is like, and then I like how Red goes. That's something you can like dip your toe in and just go like, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like I didn't actually murder somebody. He's like, no, you ran that guy over with your car. He's like, 
Oh, yes, yes, I did kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I didn't shoot anyone. I think I shot his foot, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> and he goes, I'm just trying to work out how stoned I am and on the verge of death I am. He's like, yeah, you've been shot like 17 times. <laughs> um, and they're like feeding him like a baby because he's like completely stuffed. And then he just like falls asleep they're like, red. Red, you alive? You alive? He's like, oh man, I'm like the nerd at the sleepover that fell asleep at nine. <laughs> it's like, we won't put our cocks in your mouth, yeah. don't worry. Yeah. Um, and then Bubby arrives. Um, and as she arrives, like how he goes, you think we could swing past the hospital? <laughs> um, and she goes, you got, you guys smell like yeah. shit. <laughs> it's a great way to end the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's Pineapple Express. A very, very good movie. Go- comedy the whole way through. Doesn't sort of drag. Um, comedy action yeah it's a very good and one. even yeah. uh, hour 35 at the moment so not too bad i thought it could have been much worse for the time of the movie so we did quite well we're getting good michael we uh, but next week we have shrek so yes. very fun yeah. one bit of a different tonal um but yeah be really fun to watch that plenty again. of good gags uh, but that's it for this week cheers guys thanks for listening we'll see you next week see you guys bye